The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I'm very happy to be with you here this evening. I always enjoy being able to uh, substitute for Nikki or Diana, and I'll be with you um, for eight times in the next month, so one or two times a week, and uh, that's a really delightful prospect. So one of the important things that I've learned over years of practice um, has been the importance of appreciating wholesome things that happen as one meditates or practices mindfulness in daily life. So early in my practice, I was attending a meta retreat taught by Sylvia Borston at Spirit Rock. And I was working so hard throughout the retreat. And after a few days of this, I went in for my first practice discussion with her. And I recounted all of the lapses I had experienced, all of the ways I wasn't doing it right, and what wasn't happening. Her response was to ask me to share with her what was working, what was going right, what what had been some good moments in practice. I was stunned. <laughs> I thought, you mean I can focus on what feels good? It's not all about fixing the flaws in my practice, in me? So as you listen to that story, maybe you can hear the lack of compassion I had for myself. Neurologists and therapists like Bay Area Dharma practitioners Rick Hansen and somatic experiencing innovator Peter Levine have pointed out the value of encouraging, experiencing, landing on wholesome moments. When things feel positive or when things are uh, pleasant, as well as things like moments of social connection, as very healing and regulating for our nervous systems. Rick Hansen um, used to, I don't know if he still does, but used to recommend spending a full three seconds feeling those healing or pleasant, wholesome moments. And Peter Levine um, has recommended that uh, somatic experiencing practitioners help their clients counterbalance the time they spend processing trauma traumatic body states, feelings, and thoughts. Counterbalance it with time spent in pleasant states. Um, seeing things, talking about things we enjoy in socially connected states. So instead of rushing past wholesome feelings in the body, heart, mind, If we allow ourselves to fully know them, feel them, experience them, it heals us and further cultivates the contented, relaxed, easeful, mindful, and wise parts of ourselves. 
it counterbalances tendencies we might have, conditioned tendencies, towards fight, flight, freeze, or numbing out, which is a form of freeze. It's kind of countercultural to a certain pressure in America. So in, to go with this pausing and enjoying pleasant moments or wholesome moments, <clears throat> instead of rushing ourselves, pressing forward, pushing, producing and consuming more and more, insisting on proving our worth, competing, winning, maybe even running from one entertainment or success to another, when we return to the wholesome, we're returning to our human heritage of health, kindness, compassion, well-being. When we don't rush past the wholesome qualities that arise as we sit in meditation today, but give ourselves time to feel them and know them, we're cultivating health and well-being. We're also reinforcing these states in such a way that they're more likely to reoccur. So maybe you know this. Instead of punishing someone by criticizing them, if instead you reinforce positive behaviors, the, the things they do that um, you like, they are more likely to repeat those be- positive behaviors that you liked. The more we reinforce wholesome qualities in ourselves, the more frequently wholesome qualities are likely to arise. By the way, this doesn't mean you have to have a, quote, good sitting, or that you have to feel calm or peaceful or concentrated. One of the most fundamental wholesome qualities we can reinforce is simply the feeling of awareness, the knowing of awareness. So we, your sitting can be anyway. You could be coming up, um, things could be arising that were unpleasant, pleasant, painful, any, any which way. The wholesome quality that you can reinforce is awareness or mindfulness of those things. I've come to practice with those moments of feeling and knowing, landing on, recognizing, receiving, allowing, and appreciating awareness itself as basically meta and compassion practice in action. Awareness, coming to awareness and noticing it, noticing mindfulness is meta and compassion. For example, um, when a problem or a stressful interaction is weighing on me as I sit down to meditate, you know, if it's one of those meditations when the mind keeps going back to thinking and thinking, thinking, or problem solving, every single time I can be aware of that, whether awareness is happening during the thinking or if I come back after being lost in thinking, I deliberately enjoy the feeling of, Ah, awareness is here. Awareness is back. I deliberately notice any little compassion that arises when I know thinking is happening or ruminating is happening. I deliberately notice the kindness of hanging out for a few minutes 
few moments maybe with any relief, which sometimes accompanies the return of the presence of mindfulness, knowing that being aware is different than being caught or lost in suffering. There's just that little space that awareness or mindfulness is seeing the difficulty or the unpleasantness. Now, I I don't time myself three seconds, but I do pause and I'm present with the mindfulness, the awareness, and the appreciation of it, knowing it, for as long as the mind does that before something else becomes predominant. I don't skip along really fast. It's healing to pause with it. So this is something you're invited to practice with today as we do metta practice. Allowing yourself to feel the metta in a whole body, heart and mind way, as you're saying the phrases, when that's possible. When you're having other experiences, for example, sometimes when we say a metta phrase, opposite uh, thoughts come up or opposite feelings. For example, you know, something unpleasant that happened brings up difficult emotions. I I remember when I was first doing metta practice, I was kind of alarmed or surprised when I started doing metta for one friend. And what first came up was some of the difficulties we'd had. So that's not unusual. And if that happens, allowing yourself to become aware of it, be mindful of it, and let yourself feel the wholesomeness of mindfulness, of awareness being present or returning. So with that, we'll start into about a maybe 25-minute or a little bit more than 25-minute meditation. As we begin the meditation allowing yourself time to be aware of how you are right now. As you find, you know, take your time to find the comfortable and sustainable sitting posture, perhaps closing your eyes gently, or if that's comfortable for you, or lowering your eyes and having them on a neutral spot, kind of soft focus. Allowing yourself time to be aware of how the body is right now. How the emotions are. Receiving any thinking that's going on. Being aware of any mind state or mood. It could be distracted or focused, contracted or broadly aware, calm or agitated. Just being aware of how you are as you start into this meditation. 
And as you're aware of each thing that is present, landing on any pleasant feeling of, ah, awareness is here, mindfulness is here. It doesn't matter if what's happening in the body, the emotions, the thinking, the mental state, it doesn't matter if what is coming up is unpleasant or difficult. Simply allowing yourself to feel and recognize how it is when awareness is present or when mindfulness is there to notice it. Perhaps awareness of any particular state of body, emotion, or mind. Mindfulness of it comes with a tiny little bit of ease or relief. Ah, mindfulness is back. Inviting that ease, that wholesomeness, allowing that to soften any tightness, any tension. Breathing in and breathing out of any area that's difficult or painful. Bringing into awareness an image of yourself or a feeling of yourself in moments when you've been kind or compassionate. These could be small moments. A smile that you've shared. Um, 
you know, the joy at seeing a pet. Or it could be a very big moment of kindness or compassion you experienced. But let your mind and heart and whole being fill with that moment of yourself being kind or compassionate. And then gently, softly saying in the mind some metaphrases. May I be healthy. Taking your time feeling and knowing whatever arises in awareness of May I be healthy. May I be safe. And appreciating whatever mindfulness is present, whatever comes up that you're aware of as you say, may I be safe. May I be contented or happy? Whatever arises as you say that in the mind, whenever you're aware of it, mindful of it, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant or neither, appreciating that mindfulness of it is the road towards freedom. It's, it's arising. May I be free of suffering. Receiving, feeling any part of your experience where mindfulness brings even slightly less stress or suffering or dissatisfaction. Knowing the ease of mindfulness.
And for the next period of time of this meditation, allowing yourself at your own pace to gently, lightly say these phrases and notice what you're mindful of landing on, pausing to appreciate the mindfulness or awareness of whatever is coming up with May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I be contented or happy. May I be free of suffering. And if the attention drifts and then comes back, just appreciating mindfulness is back. I'm aware. Even if this happens hundreds of times, it's perfectly fine. Appreciating the wholesomeness of returning to mindfulness and awareness.
And if as you're meditating, another person comes to mind, or group of people, or all beings for whom you'd like to say metta, please include those in your practice. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And knowing what arises in awareness, appreciating awareness and what it is aware of, may I be, excuse me, may you be contented or happy. May you be free of suffering. Knowing each thing that comes to mindfulness as you say these phrases for another person or people.
So each time we come back to mindfulness and awareness, we can appreciate the wholesome feeling, the wholesome quality that we're conditioning and coming back hundreds and hundreds of times is completely wholesome. It's moving us along the path of practice, helping us unfold, and each time we come back, it conditions more readily coming back to mindfulness and being able to notice everything that's arising without judgment, whether it's difficult, pleasant, neutral, whatever it is, the thing that's bringing us to awareness is not having a perfect meditation, but rather being mindful and knowing that we're mindful. It's said that mindfulness is a practice of remembering to be mindful. So I hope that that experiment was of benefit to you. And if not, you can always just stow it away. Maybe your practice is in a different place right now, and you can, especially if you're new to meta practice, you can do it quite simply. Just fill your mind with the image of yourself or the person or people that you're doing the practice for and say the phrases, either the traditional phrases or phrases you yourself come up with, and simply saying those is a very wholesome activity. So, um, the next thing that we'll do is we'll have about 15 minutes in small groups, probably groups of three or so, to um, exchange a little bit about what happened for us this evening, or if uh, it's better for you at this moment, what's going on in your practice in general. And usually when we do this, this is a deep practice of listening to one another and each person just saying one thing at a time and with the others listening and not not judging, not commenting on, not offering opinions about, but listening and then going around the circle and each sharing one thing at a time. And by doing this process in several rounds, um, there's a chance to be inspired by what somebody else says. Maybe it awakens something in you. So with that, we'll break into the groups. Mm-hmm.